Have you ever thought about creating your own podcast? Uh, Certainly you must like podcasts because you're listening to this one and I'm sure many others. Well, if you've ever thought to yourself, I bet I could do that better, or I have a subject that I'd like to make a podcast for, then you can go ahead and do that very easily using Anchor.fm. In fact, Anchor.fm is the site that I use to host this very podcast. And what I like about it is they provide me all the tools and walk me through all the steps to not only creating my podcast, but very easily taking care of all the necessary details for distributing it as well. So if you want to go ahead and easily create your own podcast, start today on Anchor.fm. That's Anchor.fm. So in my last episode, uh, part one of this two-part series on getting uh, things done, uh, 10 things that are killing your productivity, I went over the first five. And just to quickly recap those, uh, number one was to stop binge-watching. Number two was to stop playing those mobile games. Number three was to sleep more and get better sleep. Number four was to make choices and live with them. And number five was to pick one and go with it. And if you're interested in the blog post, you can go to peterwidham.com. That's P-E-T-E-R-W-I-T-H-A-M.com forward slash blog. And you'll find the post with all 10 listed there. So in this part two, I'm going to go through the next five. And and perhaps, you know, maybe some of these are the more important five. I don't know. I guess it's a matter of opinion. So number six is to reduce clutter. And so what I mean by that is I regularly do a, a sweep of my desks in my offices, both at home and and at work, and... I like to have a clean and efficient work area. And I think that by doing that, it's it in some ways it helps sort of clear out the mind and help give you focus. There's not so many distractions. Now, I don't mean, you know, make it a sterile working environment. It should be comfortable and familiar. But there are plenty of distractions probably laying around on your desks or your work area where you create things. And I bet if you look right now, you'll probably find a few of them. I'm I'm looking at my desk that needs a bit of a clean-up here, and I'm seeing a few kind of hand fidget toys that, that I use and um, lots of other little things that just, you know, they're just too easy to pick up and mess around with and distract me and, and grab my focus and, and move me away from what I'm supposed to be working on. So number six is, is to reduce your clutter. So number seven... Number seven, I think it, it, a lot of this does apply to most people, but perhaps it's more important to those in certain areas. And number seven is to brain dump. And so years ago, I learned that if I make notes for myself on everything and lists, and I still do it on paper and digitally, but mostly on paper, and if I do those immediately when I think about them, uh, I can then forget them. So I know it sounds kind of counterintuitive. You do these things so that you can then just forget about them. But the point is, if you record them somewhere, you then don't have to remember them. And be it consciously or subconsciously, if you have to remember them, then, you know, it's taken up brain cycles, right? And you have to keep reminding yourself of these things. Or maybe, maybe it's something important and then you forget it. You know, so for example... There are plenty of times where I'll be, you know, at home and it seems to happen late at night to me 
will suddenly come up with an idea for something and then I'll, I know from my own experience, if I don't then write it down right there and then, that I'm probably going to forget it. And when I go back and look again, you know, I'll be sitting there thinking, now what was that good idea I had? And, and I won't get a chance to really, to really work on it. So, you know, go through and uh, brain dump onto paper and pen or, you know, digital, whatever it is, but get those things down so that you give yourself the freedom and permission to then forget them because you know you've got them in this place like a notebook that you can always go back to. So that's number seven. Number eight is to trust your process, right? Now, you may not realize it, but chances are that over time, you've created these routines, these processes for yourself that helps you to focus on things and get things done. Now, maybe it's intentional or maybe it's just subconscious, but you know, either way, however you, you get there, trust them, okay? Now, that's not to say that they're perfect, but I'm going to bet you that a lot of the time they probably work out for you a lot better than you realize. And so trust that process that you've created for yourself and and then move on to the next thing, right? So number nine is is an interesting one. Number nine is to stop a big tasking. So what do I mean by that? You know, we all have these grand plans and, and project ideas, but a lot of the time we give up on them or we, we abandon them because when we go back and think about them at a later time, they seem too big, right? It's like, oh, I can't do that. It's it's not it's not achievable. So stop big tasking and take those tasks and break them down into smaller steps. It, it's something I do a lot with my software development teams that, that work for me. It's, um, it's a good way to take that, that huge task and to not let it bother you or, you know, unduly concern you by breaking it down into smaller achievable chunks. And each time you achieve one of those chunks, you're going to feel better about it because you'll know that you're working towards completing this big task. Whereas if you just have this one huge task for yourself, it's going to seem like a never-ending struggle because it may be something that's going to take you months or, you know, for example, uh, building a house. Well, you can't just say my task is to build a house, right? There's lots of other things. You've got to you've got to, you know, build the walls, you've got to lay the foundations, you've got to put electrics in, the water, all those kind of things. So you can break all of those down into tasks. And I'm betting if you think about it even more, you can break those down even further. So, you know, let's take another example, right? I want to I wanna do a watercolor painting. Well, I need a canvas, I need paints, you know, I need an idea to paint. So these are all things that I can break down. So I got to go to the store and buy the things and I got to find a space to set that gear up and all that that kind of stuff. So maybe build myself a little miniature studio. We have all these things that we need to to do and get out the way. But if we just list them as one big task, it's not going to work out for us. So number 10, the last one is number 10 is really the reward for for the previous 9. Number 10 is to ship it and move on. So whatever your your goal is, whatever your project is, uh, you know, be it a personal one or a, a professional one or whatever, there's nothing better than that sense of achievement to actually finally ship something and move on. So number 10 is sounds simple, but it's really the reward for the first nine, and that is to just ship it and move on.
So I hope that this this second part, this this list of ten things has helped and given you some pause for thought on ways that maybe you can improve your focus and productivity. And I'd I'd love for you to leave comments either here or to leave comments on my blog. And like I say, you can go to peterwidham.com forward slash blog. Uh, you can find the post there at the top right now and you know leave your comments share your ideas maybe you have a list of 10 things that you'd like to do to improve your productivity and creativity and i'd love to hear about them let's get a discussion going so i hope this helps and i will see you in the next episode